You are the great, you are the ever abiding, you are the always near, you are the supremely generous and you are our, our creator, our guide, our protector, our beloved, our lover. You are the, the knower and in all things abide in your knowing, O oh Allah. And may you bring us to the, the best of ends, the best of goals, O oh Allah, which is uh, in nearness to thee and in your divine pleasure, O oh Allah. May, may you bring us and, and all those connected to our hearts and all those whom we can pray for, that you have given us divine permission to, to pray for, to intercede for, to imagine, and, and may we imagine at this moment all humanity, all creation, uh, returning in, 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 in happiness or meeting, meeting their Lord and meeting our Lord in, in happiness and peace. Amen, amen, amen. May this be this beautiful culmination of creation. The, the goal of creation is of, of, of return in, in this sublime abode and from the sublime abode to uh, enter even deeper states of, of nearness and, and, and union. I mean, and may our lives be dedicated to this for ourselves and for others. I mean, and we send, we ask you to send your greatest blessings, your most precious blessings, your most um, intense blessings, your uh, most fruitful blessings upon our cherished master and guide, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and upon the, the Ahli Bayt, the people of his household, upon his companions and all those who surrounded them, all those who heard his words, all those who were able to uh, send their gaze toward him and, 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 and gentleness and, and love and bless all of those uh, who loved him and, and his family, his ancestors, all the prophets and messengers, mothers who preceded him and all the, the enormous, the oceans upon oceans of, of saints uh, who followed him, who came from him and are still coming from him until the last day. Amen, amen, amen. And our blessings and, and, and highest prayers for Sheikh Musafir Ashki Aziz Al-Jarahi, the magnificent dome, the green dome on the, on the, on the palace of the, and the tomb of the prophet in this hemisphere. And um, he was actually master of, of both, both worlds. And that was given to him to know. And he transmitted that to some of us. Alhamdulillah, 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 of both East and West. And, 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 and great praise and prayer upon our beloved Noor, Noor al-Anwar, that, that sublime mystic lover uh, of Allah, that sublime visionary um, of Allah. Peace and blessings be upon him, his family, and Sheikh Musafir's family, and upon all the lovers, upon Pir Nuruddin, um, the, the, the diamond in, in, in the crown of, um, of the prophet, and upon all the peers, and all their lineages, and peoples, and upon all the teachers and guides, wherever they are, upon those who were guided, and upon those who were misguided, for it is all guidance. Amin, amin, amin. Alhamdulillah, hirabil alimin.
MashaAllah, greetings to all of you, um, beautiful, faithful ones, to you uh, guided ones and to, to you lovers. Greetings from, from this heart to your hearts and, and may um, Allah send a beautiful um, word uh, in, into this Jummah. Amin. So I would like to say that upon opening Quran, in the manner of Nuruddin Wali and Sheikh Noor, it came to this. It was the statement of Hither Salam. And um, it is And how can you have patience about things about which your understanding is not complete? I mean, about which your understanding is not complete. Mashallah. Wa kaifa tasbiru Allah ma lam tuhit bihi khubra. Yes, so this, as we know, is the journey that uh, Moses alayhi salam made with, um, with the hither alayhi salam and the person who received knowledge directly uh, from Allah Most High, from the, it's called a dunka, this in, intimate inner knowledge that is not obvious and uh, not necessarily shared with many. Um, and of course, he's still receiving it because we know that Hidr salam is still circulating on the earth, uh, traveling and uh, testing uh, people, actually, and also imparting knowledge to people. So, and it said that the, the faithful ones, every faithful person will meet Hither at least once in their life before they pass. So in this um, ayat, we have the, the linking of um, knowledge and uh, patience. And it's interesting that uh, Effendi would teach sometimes on that subject of knowledge and patience. And he would say that um, without patience, we can't really have, have knowledge. We, we can't progress in, in our knowing without patience. So, um, you know, what is patience? What is knowledge? And um, so, Patience, what is patience? Patience is um, according to Ibn Arabi in, in, a, in a very brief description of the, of the name, it is having the power to, in, in that case he used to take revenge or to enact something and not using it. So that's very interesting. And as we know that it was said of Rasulullah, that he was, um, he tended not to act unless he was told to act. So uh, he had, of course, at his disposition, uh, the knowledge, the power, uh, the forces, uh, the angelic forces. He, but it's so interesting. He restrained that. He, he stayed in that state of, of patience, of waiting. And in fact, in Quran, it, it does say um, in a couple of places, uh, you are waiting 
they are waiting and you are waiting. So, and that was uh, kind of in the context of the people who attacked him and went against him and that essentially we're all waiting. <laughs> so we're all in that state of not knowing and, and not really doing, not, not really doing until Allah does. So that's one level. The other level is where it comes into our own faculties and, and our own self-control or, or self-introspection. And um, it's such a beautiful teaching. And, you know, Effendi never wanted to be too, he said, <laughs> Job, he actually said Job was too patient, too patient. So we, you know, uh, and that is in bearing affliction. So also we have been given permission to, to cry out, to uh, even you know, uh, speak out to, to, to Allah and to say, please remove this. And that's a sometimes necessary prayer. And, and if we don't pray it, it won't be removed. So Allah waits also on our own desire and our own command almost, you might say, our own expression. So, um, but patience is something sublime because it immediately takes you out of the fray of, you know, events. And let's say if you, we would take an example of, of someone who wouldn't be patient at all, we're we would be constantly reacting uh, to something and we might get very emotional about it, but we would not see, as it says, the longer end of things. And we wouldn't see, and this is where knowledge comes in, that Allah holds everything in his hands and that everything unfolds in the way that it should. So um, we would be constantly lurching to the left, to the right, and, and that's uh, before us, behind us, above, beneath, anything that would come along. We would be chasing after, reacting, uh, disputing with, um, upset about. And um, this is referred to in Quran as the person who has many masters. So it says, what do you think is better? The person who has one master, the slave who has one master, or many masters, and you know it, that's a, a beautiful image because we realize, with many masters, we're we're shredded. We, we have no center left, and um, no no focus left, no no consciousness left, really. So um, this level of patience is being able to step into the ein, into the essence, and into before. Uh, all of this uh, comes about and, 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 and to have, find our patience there and then we can be with it. But it's really almost like being in two places at one time. So it's being in the essence, being with, with Allah, being in that place of, of um, stillness and, and, and trust and repose and then also uh, participating subtly in all of this. But, uh, you know, like a dreamer would participate in a dream or like an actor would, uh, would play their role on stage. And the more in a, we are rooted in, in patience and, and that uh, essence state, the more actually um, 
patience we can have with events and, and the more we will flow with the flow and, and not become entangled. And of course, I'm, I'm speaking this, this is touching on something of my own recent days of experience where I have become very entangled and, um, but I'm learning this lesson. And so entanglement, of course, is a way for learning. And that's where we learn, we deepen our knowledge. So if it's not like, well, we shouldn't just be here. We should just be in a still state, you know, achieve that nirvana, which is one of the first lessons I received really uh, profoundly from, from Sheikh Muzaffar. And we were sitting, having a meal somewhere. And he was talking about the different levels of, of spiritual development. And he, he was saying that that nirvana state, um, that kind of supreme detachment is not the, the final state. It's the bakavila. It's the, the return from the mountain. And to, to be and join with all of this, uh, but in, in a state of, of oneness with Allah. So where Allah is one's hands, one eyes, one's feet, one's tongue. And, uh, you know, that takes patience to achieve that. That's a, a lifelong, I would say, journey to acquire that. Because imagine to be able to be in this, uh, this um, what should we call it, a, a tumult of events, then even though it's completely orchestrated, so let's call it more a symphony, but some of the notes are jarring and, and, and some of the notes we don't understand and, um, and some of the notes we desire so much that we lose ourselves in, in trying to go after them. And so it, to be in this symphony, symphonic resonance of creation, but not to be torn apart by it. Uh, this is immense. This is the state of the Kabila. And that comes uh, in that place, patience is, um, is, a, is a mighty uh, force, a, a, a mighty force to realize that. Alhamdulillah. So let's. Alhamdulillah. So I'd like to, to read to you the. Um, the hadith to, to which I opened and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our guide, the guide of every aspect of our being, our benefactor, um, the wing under which we take shelter, um, the, our refuge and, um, and our hope says, O oh Lord, keep me alive in poverty take my life in poverty and resurrect me among the poor. Mashallah, mashallah, mashallah. Oh Lord, keep me alive in poverty. Take my life in poverty and resurrect me among the poor. Alhamdulillah. Allahumma sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad walali Muhammad biyadari and fazil with every breath of creation, may he be uh, praised and, and honored and, and may peace shower upon him. So, alhamdulillah. So what does it mean? Uh, keep me in poverty. So this 
he, as we know, he, he was literally physically poor. As it said, he owned nothing. It's very interesting, <laughs> nothing. And yet such a being, he didn't need to own anything. Sort of like what uh, Jesus Salam, said when he was teaching uh, the state of poverty. And he said, you know, look at the, look at the lilies of the field. You know, they, they neither reap nor sow, and yet they are adorned like, um, the, you said, like, like sultans, like uh, kings. They are adorned and queens, alhamdulillah. They neither reap nor sow. So he, as we know, and this is always very much a teaching of Sheikh Noor, how Isa salam was kind of the announcer also. Of, of this new time. So this is physical poverty, but this state can be achieved even inwardly. In fact, that's the place really to, to realize it is, is inward. So, and again, teaching of Effendi and others that you know one can have outer riches, uh, but not be attached to them and use them also for the sake of Allah. Uh, and he would say, you know, he was the one who taught, you know, have money in your pockets. Why? <laughs> so you can give them to uh, to people in need and, and, and offer meals. He was so happy when he could offer his dervishes meals when, when he was uh, reached that level where he had enough money and he could take take them out to dinner and, and feast them in that way. What, what a beautiful thing. What a precious thing. So for each of us in the tarikat, it's so precious to go even and spend money on our dervish sisters and brothers. You know, if we're buying food for them, uh, the circle leaders, of course, uh, provide their homes and they often provide food or something. Um, and, and dervish sisters and brothers can do that too, in fact, collectively. And this is something I, I recommend that for Thursday nights or Saturday, whenever you meet, uh, buy something, bring. Every time you meet, bring some, to the zikr gathering or to any dervish gathering, bring something. Have your hands, don't have your hands empty. And, and as we know, this tradition, it's a tradition of hospitality also. Uh, it's very alive still in Turkey and, um, you know, uh, Islamic countries where the tradition is still, let's say, uh, thriving or alive. Um, this hospitality, this generosity, uh, the gift giving, it's so special and so beautiful. So, um, so this poverty that's an aspect of poverty, of being a fakir inwardly, is the ability to part with what one loves, or to whether it's money <laughs> or some special food or to make something for someone. It actually is a, a process of, of being poor because you're giving what you love, you're giving it to another. And, and that's, an, you might say, poverty enacted. It's not just a passive thing for yourself. Oh, I'll be poor. I won't eat anything. I'm just going to live from the dregs. No. So Effendi was a man of action and bringing this goodness out to many. And, and so that is how we enact poverty, by sharing. Um, alhamdulillah. 
So, um, but then of course there are deeper levels of poverty that we know. So one poverty is the not knowing, the knowing that we don't know. And that always brings up Abu Bakr Siddiq's uh, statement on that that's true knowledge. And, um, and of course, Ali radiallahu an would say, true knowledge is to know that we don't know. So that, that would be many, many jumas, I guess, or many, you know, lifetimes really to uh, plummet that, to understand what that means. But that's something I'd like us to, to consider after this juma. Every week, I like to give you something, some kind of homework. So there'll be two things, one, but that will be one, is to contemplate really what it means not to know. And I think Shweb today, thank you, Brother Shweb, thank you, thank you, alhamdulillah, um, gave a beautiful example of that, and that inside of us is Allah's hidden treasure. Allah says, I am the hidden treasure. And by the way, that was one of the very first um, mystic hadiths that was um, kind of propagated itself, spread. Uh, when Sheikh Musa Fair uh, came, I think it was in 1979 when he came back and offered um, zikr in St. John the Divine, and they printed a pamphlet, and that was in there. Uh, and that phrase, I mean, must have caught the, the attention and the hearts of everyone who read it. I am the hidden treasure. I mean, where have we heard that? you know, growing up, and that which longs to be known. And so I brought forth creation, alhamdulillah. So look at that generosity. Look at that sharing on the part of Allah, alhamdulillah. Um, so let's contemplate that. But, it, but so what Shwe was saying, that the hidden treasure of Allah is within us, but only Allah knows it. <laughs> I do not know, you know, what is here. So that's a, the profound not knowing. Um, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So poverty is poverty. The fakir is the one who is only Allah, who, who is no, the, the self has been given over, has been lost in, in love and merged with the beloved. And yet that diamond consciousness remains um, in, in, in the soul or in that being. And um, this is the true fakir, the one who knows that when they throw, they do not throw. When they speak, they do not speak. Uh, when they have a wonderful uh, imagination, uh, it is not even theirs, alhamdulillah. So, uh, but there's more to explore and I'm, I'm not going to try to elaborate more because it becomes finer and finer and uh, we'll need another week of <laughs> testing and training to become finer, inshallah, to look at that. Um, I'll, I'll just read and also our third point of reference, Sheikh Noor, uh, which has a beautiful uh, entrance into our subject. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. And this is in on the chapter on, on humanity. That's nice, a little. When human beings have not debased their humanity, human consciousness 
is the most powerful channel for the love and abundance of Allah. Through the hands of our brothers and sisters, we receive the blessings of Allah. Through these blessed hands, we receive food to break our fast in Ramadan. Through generous hands, we receive our precious copy of the Holy Quran. Through friendly hands, we are helped to make the great pilgrimage. By tender hands, we are brought into the world as infants and cared for throughout life. By reverent hands, we are laid in the mystical marriage chamber of the tomb. Amen, amen, amen. O sweet humanity, known and unknown, the perfect human being, the culmination of revelation was asked, what are the truly good, the supremely blessed, the most profound actions and attributes and qualities of Islam? The mirror of Allah's love for humankind, the beloved Muhammad, replied with great simplicity in this incomparably gentle voice to feed and greet those whom you know and those whom you do not know. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. So may, may we do this um, out of a state of, of, of poverty, O oh Allah, of utter poverty, of emptiness of all but you, rejoicing in you. Amin, Amin, Amin. And we send again our blessings and peace, a desire for peace to shower in love, endless love um, and, and sparkling diamond wisdom in, into the heart of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, and may, um, may, may we merge into that. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. Manikiyomidin. Iyakanabudu vayakanastain. Ikhdinasarata mustakim. Sarata nidina namtalehim. Guide on Magdubi Alehim, well at all in Amin. Alhamdulillah. Um, you know, to go back to, to the, the patience, the not knowing, the generosity, and um, the, the being patient in times of, you know, uh, conflict and um, how great it is. You know, if you imagine that. If one can imagine that we would have the capacity for revenge or for, and to refrain from that is, is huge. Uh, and so, and it's truly being close to the Rasul. So even in our thoughts, which is where our <laughs> resort, we resort to our mind sometimes and we can't take action um, to refrain from that harmful, action in, in, in our mind, in our hearts toward others or towards someone who has hurt us. And that's a, a very, very great thing indeed. And that's the supreme patience, you know, and it's also the supreme not knowing because what, when, and, and this is a beautiful thing of not knowing that if we truly feel we don't know, uh, we, we can't take those kind of actions because uh, for many, many reasons, you know, we, we wouldn't take them. So not knowing is this poverty, it's this generosity because it's giving back to Allah, uh, the real knowledge, the real action. And um, alhamdulillah, so may we be 
among those, as the prophet has said, may I be resurrected, may I be with the poor and pass away with the poor and be resurrected with the poor. This is the true fakir, fak, fakri, fari, poverty is my pride. And, and if we, we understand something of that when, when we look deeper into it. Thank you so much, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. And that's the true generosity because we can really be generous when we feel poor. Isn't that interesting? It's the opposite. When we feel rich, we have like a lot of things, we become quite stingy. When we feel poor, like we have nothing, everything belongs to Allah. We're simply giving the things of our master. Yeah. And as one saint said, you know, what do I have to fear? You know, I have the most generous master. Alhamdulillah. So, salamu alaikum. I mean, may these beautiful um, ayats and hadiths um, penetrate into our, our depths and essence core and become alive. <laughs>